Hey guys, and welcome to the Startup Diary podcast. This is episode 168. I'm joined by the co-host, the one, the only, Harry Mudge. Hit it with a lot of energy today, Harry. Wow, I was I... expecting bells and... <laughs> <laughs> I've just literally just walked out of the gym, just getting back into things oh, here. Been to the gym? I've been to the gym this wow, morning. I think you were wow. very impressed when I said, listen, are we recording tomorrow? And you're like 7.30. And then I was like, oh, I need to Remember be Remember that the time gym. I said record at 7, 7.30 last time and you rolled in at like 8.30. All right. Sorry about that. So Harry literally last <laughs> week, we're agreeing to record at 7.30 and I look at my phone like literally my absolute alarm clock is my eldest son mm. like Riley he's four he gets up anywhere between like five and five twenty I, I literally count on that and he was obviously tired because <laughs> he slept in <laughs> I slept in uh, lesson learned set my own alarm I apologize was not a good start I felt so bad it was unbelievable <laughs> I was sat in the office thinking <laughs> have I made the mistake was it tomorrow like, I'm what? pretty sure I could have edited the calendar and you would have just doubted yourself <laughs> Yeah, if you'd have just text back saying it was tomorrow, bro. <laughs> yeah. like, anyway, before we get into today's episode, Adam, I would like to review, read a review from, shall I say his screen name? 100%. David Big Tings. As in literally That's Tings. <laughs> David Big Tings. Um, What's he saying? <laughs> uh, offers huge value is the title. Five stars. Like say no more, just leave like it at that. Uh, I've been listening to this podcast for a while now uh, and still really look forward to each new episode. The show offers an insight into a startup business, giving you tips, tricks, and advice from the experience of a founder and his team who have been there and done it over the last five to six years. Original, well-produced, and very real. If you have an idea, have just started your business, have been in the game a while, or even just like to learn about business, this podcast should be on your subscription list. Thank you, Adam, Harry, and the rest of the team. Firstly, David, huge appreciation for that. One thing that we love is connecting with you guys, founders, entrepreneurs, people in day jobs. Uh, and the way that we know we're doing a good job is if you go into iTunes and leave us a review, it means the world. We are going to be reading uh, most. I don't want to commit to all, but we're going to be reading those reviews out. So go into iTunes, leave us a review. And Harry, are you ready to get into the show? I am, mate, yeah. <laughs> So to be honest, I am I'm just feeling extra energetic this morning. This will probably die off in about three hours. Um, Are you at twenty minutes now that you still? I've got to stand up, mate. We, we just had to like spend five minutes because <laughs> anyone that's listening in the background, it, oh, it won't squeak now because I'm not on it. Uh, but I've got the world's squeakiest chair, so uh, I didn't want that in the background. Um, I wanted to cover off today. What, so I came out of a meeting last week, and I was in a meeting with. Uh, so obviously there's there's senior people in companies and this was like senior, senior, super senior in a company that turns over 3.1 billion euros a year. Um, and I was like, I remember how I used to feel when I used to go into meetings because sort of when you're in a day job and you see your boss and your manager walking about, most times they're like suited, tied, they're walking mm-hmm. to meetings, the door's shut. You ain't got a clue what's being said in there, but you're like, oh, that looks very formal. That's what business looks like. Yeah, and you have this like perception, and I just sort of like took a step back after I walked out of meeting and thought this is absolutely nothing like I ever expected it to be, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I kind of just realised that the game of business is what I, what literally motivates me. Those circumstances where you're either going into a client and having a tough conversation, whether you're increasing rates or a campaign didn't go as successful as you wanted it to, I realised that I'm 
two things. One, I love being a wartime CEO, and that's uh, a reference from Mark Andreessen's book. Um, so there's like CEOs that are like do really well when things are difficult, mm-hmm. and there's CEOs that do extremely well when things are good and they make all the good decisions. I think naturally I prefer being a wartime CEO. I prefer being on that sort of, uh, there's an issue, putting out a fire, dealing with that. That's just my natural instincts. I think I operate better in those circumstances. And the second side of that is I love challenging myself. Like when I walk into a meeting, I, I like to be around people that have been doing it 20, 25 years longer than me and then having that battle of wits in the meeting. And I when I went in, I thought, oh, like don't really know how I feel about this, but hey, let's give it a go. Came out and thought, this is the thing that I love. That slight little bit of unease, don't get me wrong, like you walk in and you're like, Buck, how's this going to go? Uh, you don't know what questions that you like, you don't know what, you've got all that unease yeah, and uncertainty yeah. around the meeting. And I remember coming out and thinking like a couple of times in the last sort of six months when I've had really interesting senior meetings like that. And I thought like, this is the thing that motivates me every day. So I just wanted to like chuck this onto the mics and have a chat just around like the perception of what people think business is. Um, and like, think about what, like how you perceive business when you join and bits like that. Um, and then like my truths around what, what I see as business uh, and sort of the ebbs and flows of what happens as you grow your own business. Um, I thought it might be an interesting topic for everyone listening because they're probably seeing the guys in the cubicle and have the same perception as me. Yeah. And I would probably approach things a little bit different if I knew what I know now. So what, so one of the uh, the insights that I got when I joined the company um, and coming to some meetings with you is I had, I had that exact same uh, impression of what business meetings were. And I thought <laughs> they were super formal, suited and booted, just... The, the top guys really stuffy round a board board table um, PowerPoint presentations <laughs> numbers uh, power words just like yeah just <laughs> all that suits and drawing on boards and everything like that but when like ultimately some some uh, occasions are more formal than others fair enough that's just just as the right attire for any scenario like you dress up for a wedding you know going to <laughs> trains in a t-shirt yep. just, that's just dress code um but more than anything, the conversation was very laid back. Like you're talking, so you start, the way I noticed it is you start with the, the chit chat, the uh, the small talk, how's the kids, yada, 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 just to ease into it. And then even when you're talking business and you might be talking big numbers, it's still very laid back. Obviously, the guys having the conversations like yourself are... in the back of your mind you are still talking business so there are there's like power plays and things like that but the the atmosphere is always surprisingly very laid back i thought like the guy the guy that you're asking for 100k or more whatever is still just sat back in his chair just making a few notes and just you're still having a very informal conversation even though what you're talking about is uh can be perceived as quite big yeah come deal Completely that. I think one of the, like, the biggest takeaways from that for me is like regardless of where you're at in the company, and this is going to sound just so obvious, but people still run the business. Like it's not an org, like when you're going in and speaking to a guy who's writing a check off, that's still a guy who has kids, has family, has his own personal goals, has a budget. And I think like you, when I, so let me just take a step back. So when I first started out, obviously uh, for everyone that's listened to the show for a while, uh, Worked in a day job, did telesales, did that, then moved up to sort of an area sales manager. And at that point, you're still very formal. Yeah. Because you're at like this middle rank in a company. You're like, you're not the lowest person in the company. 
you're damn sure ain't the highest person in the company. So you need to set an example for the people below you, be professional, and then you need to look professional for your bosses so you want to get promotions. You're in mm-hmm. this, because you can't actually decide anything for yourself at that point. Yeah. When you take a step out of that, and then I did consulting, that's when I really started to learn. So the guy that I used to, I used to work for a company called Keylight, being a sales manager. Yeah. So I used, I, I went into a builder's merchant and I spoke to one guy. Okay, let's call him John. And when I went in from Keylight, he was very formal. He acted different to me compared to when I went and saw him six months later, an example, probably like 12, 18 months. When I went in as a consultant with my own value prop, with my own business, yeah. the more he respects you, the, the less formal the meeting became, which is a really weird dynamic in terms of like, the more he thinks you are senior, the the lower the conversation comes ties come off have yeah, a yeah. chat go for a coffee meet meet for a pint sort of thing uh and i just wanted to like just throw sort of something onto the podcast in terms of like now when i go to meetings i'm often wearing like a t-shirt or a polo uh, i've got a sleeve as a tattoo and i used to be very conscious of that so like I, my left arm is just fully tattooed as you can see harry mm-hmm. um i i remember i was there when you got it <laughs> <laughs> So throw you were so ends. brave. <laughs> <laughs> the woman like she was on meth when she was doing it. When it, did, when it got it done again. Um, <laughs> sorry, I've just got all these flashbacks to get that tattoo now. Um, but I used to be like super conscious. Uh, not in my day job because I, I could just wear a long sleeve shirt. Uh, but the period when I was still trying to be super formal, wearing the shirt, wearing the tie. And you probably remember two years ago when you first started, we went up for a meeting up in the north somewhere. Yeah. And we were both like tie, shirt, blazer, yeah, stuff you, like that. You want, you want to make a good impression. Like there's, the, you can never be overdressed for any occasion, I, I don't think really. But If I rocked up in a tux, bro, into a builder's merch, and I would definitely get awareness. And that's a, yeah, probably a but, good tactic. But what, what I mean is that, I, I do think that's still a fair statement there, that you can never be overdressed. Like it's always, yeah, yeah. if you're not sure on the dress code, just play it dress smart. Up. Yeah. Because you can always dress that down. Mm-hmm. Like you can always undo your button, take the tie off and or whatever. But if you, if you're <laughs> like, if I, I think you, I think you have to earn the, the right to that's rock up in, such in a good trainers point. and a t-shirt. And yeah. like, admittedly, if you are starting out and you're trying to, you're trying to make that first deal or whatever it might be, is I wouldn't probably suggest rocking up in a t-shirt and trainers, but I think where you're going is we started out making a very good impression, but now we've been able to become more established and we've got more chops to go into a, a meeting and say, look, we've got this that we already know you want. You earn that right to be able to say, <laughs> and this is I've who got we what are. you want and I'm the one that runs <laughs> this business, so you've got to deal with me and my uh, my vans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, so a couple of points you kick on that I really like. One, if I'm going into a new client, just to be really clear, new client might not know me. I'm still going in open button shirt, smart jeans, yeah. looking relatively smart. I ain't rocking up in a t-shirt. Presentable. Presentable. Uh, it was a big move for me. So if you see me wearing a tie, it's either a wedding, a funeral, or I'm wearing it just to look good. Those three things. Mm-hmm. I will never now wear a tie because I think a meeting requires it. Little things like that. And that sounds like so small, but that was a mental adjustment for me. Like, I don't need to wear a tie in my job. I started a business to run my own way. Like, that took me a long time to get over. Wearing a short sleeve shirt or rolling my sleeves up with a sleeve tattoo, yeah. that was a massive step for me. But your your point in terms of 
one, you still dress up when you go and meet a client the first time. As you deliver stuff and they come to the office and they see how we roll internally, then you start to be fairly like casual with it. Uh, and the key word you said there was like, you earn it. That's such a good observation. It's like, if if over 6, 12, 18 months, uh, you've got a, a rocky relationship with a client, <laughs> I will still rock up suited and booted to look, to look professional. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I ain't rocking up there with bad results in a t-shirt. <laughs> that, that shit ain't happening. Yeah. Um, but I think like the point is, like as a founder, you start a business to run things how you want to. And for me, how I dress every day, I want to feel comfortable. I also wanted to sort of just get on the mics and explain that uh, how business takes place is not a three-hour meeting, power suits, power words, power presentations. Um, mm-hmm. It is done over a coffee, over a phone call, uh, sitting on the... Like, I had a meeting with a, a client the other day. We're in our desk now. Like, we're, we're quite far apart now. This is like a fairly big desk. Yeah, and we don't drive in together anymore. <laughs> that distance, the gap between us it's is getting gross. more and more. Now I that know. you've got your own office like with a door as well. <laughs> Which I ain't yeah. got a doorstop for. Everyone keeps thinking, I'm like, oh, I need a doorstop. I Everyone's like that. knocking. <laughs> I ain't got a doorstop on purpose. Um, but like <laughs> the client came around my side of the table to run through stuff with a notepad and bits like that. Like it isn't as formal as people think. And I'm trying to work out how we package this up for someone that listens to the podcast to take away. And I think the key thing that I'm trying to get across, and maybe it's just me being a salesman because this is how salesmen operate is the person you're speaking to is a person and find out what makes them tick and try and speak to them on that level. Like, don't think that you need to go in and, like, talk the talk. What they really care about is the deliverables. And if you're really confident in what you can do, then how you how you operate in that meeting, all they care about is, I have this need, can you solve it? And it's not, here's the 17 things that you should choose me for, John. It's, a conversation compared to a pitch. And even if you're going in, and I'm using air quotes now and no one can see me and I just hit the mic, hopefully that doesn't make a sound. Uh, Even if you are going into pitch, you still need to approach that as a conversation with the client. Make sure that you make it very human and do not worry when you're going into meetings with people that you think are 20 years above you because they would not be wasting their time with you if they did not truly believe that you have some value to add. Like the guy last week flew over from Holland to spend two hours with us. Like, and for me, it was like, okay, super senior, blah, blah, blah. But he would not have taken that time out of the day if he hadn't seen something or been told something where the value is. Your job isn't to go in there and super impress. Your job is to go in there and work out what he saw that's interesting and even just ask, like, why did you take the time to come and see me? What was it about what we do that you're interested in because John I don't want to speak to you for two hours about everything we're good at I want to find out the one thing you're interested in and let's talk about that and just really break down those communications and just speak to people on an even level if you can do that one you'll enjoy the meetings more and two you'll, you'll really start to elevate your game and I think that's sort of something that I've just started to really unlock like speaking to people at a very senior level on the same level that sounds odd but it's true yeah. like, that's something that I think is working at the moment yeah, it's that whole thing with like celebrities. Like pe- celebrities are these 
gods that we make out of normal people but when you actually if you ever lucky enough to meet someone that you hold on this pedestal like you realize that they are still just this a normal person i am usually taller than most of the people as well <laughs> which is which is another reality check like i someone i follow on instagram i met at an expo and like i said i was taller than him shook his hand had a good conversation with him back and forth and that and you come away from thinking he's actually just a normal bloke the guy's human exactly that the guy's just a normal bloke and that's that is honestly the best takeaway you can take is that these guys are just normal blokes. They've just worked in the career. And like my ego, like literally I remember like my ego in the back of my head in that meeting, I was, and this is, I say it, yeah, just say it. Adam. Like, I remember thinking, you ain't that fucking smart compared to me. And, but I'm egocentric. Like I rem- I like to sit opposite a guy. Yeah, you leave me notes on my desk. Who's, like <laughs> <laughs> who's uh, but like he is, he's, like he's super talented, super impressive. But my ego and competition is like, actually like, I'm as smart as you. Like, let's, yeah. and, and once you get yourself onto that level, then the conversations become much easier. Uh, this comes down, this is going kind of full circle about knowing your value. And if you ain't sure about that, like you probably shouldn't be in business anyway. Like if you can't understand what you're offering the world or your clients or your customers, mm-hmm. and this comes all the way down to uh, the trades professionals we look after expert trades. Like the thing that we're doing at the moment around live events and bits like that and working that out is these guys are amazing at what they do day to day, but they fail to communicate that really well. Mm-hmm. And that's the sort yep. of thing that'll help them to grow their business and bits like that. Um, it's a skill, it's a talent, but the key thing is is trying to break down this fake barrier around how business has to happen. Here's a quote, we negotiate, you're trying to drive the price down, I'm trying to drive the price up. That shit genuinely doesn't happen. It's, here's what you want, here's what we can do it for. I can't do that price. Okay, let's bring that down to an even playing ground so we're both going to win in this situation. If it ain't a win-win, don't do it. Simple as that. I think that's powerful, powerful <laughs> words to end on. Um, I like standing up, mate. I feel good. Yeah, I don't know how long this is going to last for. but <laughs> Well, you've been on your feet for 20 minutes, so you look, like, on my feet you look since... like you're getting antsy. <laughs> but yeah, just to kind of wrap that up, it's, it's just about being confident in yourself as well uh, and, and the product that you're selling. Like if, if you can't go into a room feeling confident about the product, then that's why you're having to overdress and put on this front. And yeah, that is such a good observation. Like you're putting up this, like, um, like, it, it, like this facade of like who yeah. you want to be compared to who you actually are. And that kind of comes back to like my truth around, I want to rock up to a meeting in Vans, jeans and a polo or a t-shirt. Not all meetings. Sometimes I like to wear a suit. I think I look good in a suit. So I like to wear a suit occasionally, but only when I want to do it. Um, yeah, so that's sort of sort of where we are. Uh, this, what you just said around confidence, go back and listen to, I think it was the last episode or the one before, where we ended it with what we called the coffee cup challenge or whatever. We got it off another podcaster. Like I've had three DMs so far of people saying I've tried it. So, oh, really? Yeah, so those people, one guy even uh, uh, openly got messaged free me. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> one guy openly messaged me uh, and he was like, I'm going to do it tomorrow and I've got to follow up with him. Like, guys, if you don't know what I'm talking about. It was episode 166, your first steps starting a business in 2018. Go and listen to that episode. It is one of the best received episodes we've had. It's actually cracked the top. It's 115 of all business podcasts of all time, number 115 of all the business podcasts, all the shit that's out there. That episode, our one of our latest, hit that number in the charts. That's crazy. People love it, and the, the base of that is is if you don't make yourself uncomfortable, you ain't gonna grow. And if you can't complete the challenge in that episode, go and get a day job.
we leave it there. Night drop. <laughs> I can't. It's on a boom. Email Harrison at experttrades.com. Two seasons in the middle, one S at the end. We've got a few emails coming in thick and fast. We've got some people that want to be on the show. We've got a bunch yep. of questions. We should probably answer some questions over the next couple of episodes. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> Cheers for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs>